0: We should. I've got guys that can... i got funny, yeah. funny dudes. Yeah. I mean, if, I love them both, but if Marcus Latrell and Dave Rutherford can do one that sells... They... Because they...
1: And Dan Bongino. <laughs> I mean, he, he yeah. works, he
0: works Dan, Dan, Yeah, Dan's awesome. Dan's, Dan, got, yeah, Dan's got the gift of gab. Yeah. It's like Obi,
1: Dan... Uh, ben Shapiro Shapiro's uh, awesome And uh, uh, Wrestling Is like our biggest like, Right You know Yeah like, I told you These guys are, I mean they're huge We put them on the first week And literally Obi has over 300,000 downloads
2: Alright Tim Jesus no, no, how are you? Well I, I started the podcast Stop being a fanboy With Robert O'Neill, First of all And let me do this thing With him He doesn't care about How many downloads I have with the new podcast For Westwood One Which is free Exactly You're a a real fanboy of Robert O'Neill, huh? Get on mic for a second, Tim Sabian, before you leave. You forgot how to broadcast. But no,
1: but here's the thing. I was, when I was, you know, of age, I went and listed in the draft, or, you know, I Registered for the draft, and then they, it was the Vietnam War, yes. and they got rid of it. So I never had to go in, but all my friends did, and it was such a trauma to see these guys come back. And and was I a war man, but, and, and I and I was able to like, wow, I averted that whole. Situation, and I'm so grateful when I see like over the weekend they were running like uh, Vietnam in 3D. Yeah, it's M- incredible, mind-boggling. It is. Mind- yeah. And I'm thinking the stories that they would tell me. I'm like, holy shit! You know, I can't handle a hot day like today, let alone <laughs> Vietnam. You know,
0: <laughs> that was like a sauna too. That's the that's the jungle. I mean, just being in the jungle, just being in the jungle sucks because everything's trying to kill you. Imagine fighting a war In a jungle like
2: that Yeah yeah Screw the the, the people Trying to kill you The mosquitoes The bugs there's the frogs You touch them You die oh, like really The poison
0: skin And then the goddamn Bullet ants And then the fire ants And then the snakes Right And the
2: gators How, how do you protect uh, Against all that stuff When you're in the woods
0: uh, I don't know I don't know I you, mean You just deal well, with little it Things that you do Like um, uh, how you deal With your feet And then like With your hammocks How to put deed on the, the, the you never want to Sleep on the ground You'll, you'll wake up dead Right but like yeah, just the hammock, the strings that are connected to the whatever, and you had the and That won't stop all of them. And, uh,
1: in the water, you drag your feet. And on on <laughs> land, you
2: pick up your feet, right? I guess. How do you know this? You were playing tennis while our boys were fighting the Vietnam <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam
1: War. I was sweating bullets. I was in college. You're over I, here fucking I was trying to find every yeah,
2: all, all lyrics, wise. Tim Bone Spurs Yeah. <laughs> He's now telling us how to
1: walk through a jungle. I would have did whatever I had to do, but it was it was like unbelievable the stories that came out of it. and oh, yeah. I, I'm Absolutely. just guys like yourself, I'm very, very grateful and
2: appreciative well, of what you've done. It. Thank, so. you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for your service. Yeah. And then uh, the Vietnam 3D, where is that being shown? I, I didn't even know that was happening yeah, until you just said it. The
1: weekend. It was
2: Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> they just
0: did a so, Who just did the History Channel. Yeah. Oh, the History the, Channel. I, I got to check that out. Yeah.
2: Back to the bugs, though, for real, and the frogs. Yeah. Do, do you just get eaten alive when you're out there? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't know. If some of you guys that look like us. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm I mean, asking. I got, I
0: got crushed by mosquitoes this weekend at Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> this just sucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, you want to treat your clothes, uh, um, blouse your boots, because, you know, even around here for ticks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, there's little tricks, but it's. I mean, the jungle's no fun. No one has fun. In
2: yeah, we look uh, very similar, so yeah, yeah. I, I assume you get bit just like yeah, I do. Horrible.
0: Like I was with my wife, and she didn't get touched one time. Oh and, yeah, and, and, that's how and my she wife. She tastes is. like a damn peach. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, very nice. Yeah, I walk outside just to get my shoes, and I come in with ten crazy, mosquito bites. Yeah. I
0: don't know what. Ha- I wasn't even
2: outside. And what are the, What about the frogs? They touch you you
0: die? Yeah, there's certain colored frogs that their their skin is poisonous. The, so, and predators know it by the color. Right. I don't think you'll die, but you get really
2: sick. or you could, I mean, you could die, That's yeah. got to be even scarier than that. Well, everything uh, there. Everything in the jungle. There's nothing cool there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right on. Well, we got Robert O'Neill for the podcast. I'm very psyched. I, I talked to you about a year ago. Yes. A couple months before I got fired. That's true. Yeah. And uh, we hit it I off that was then. a funny joke, too. What, what was the joke? Because I don't even know why I, I got fired. I think it was the fired. one
0: dropping hammers, wasn't it?
2: All Someone right. shitting in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that killed Osama bin Laden knows I got fired. Well, but well, was, I want to come back on your show. Well, let me ask you something. Because you guys are like, uh, you know, uh, Navy SEALs. You're tight. You're a group. Uh, I'm going to compare my little group to your little group. Don't you? Not, not your. No, little it's all group. good. I apologize for that. It's okay. But um, don't you guys pull pranks on each other and fool oh, yeah. around with each other, yeah. knowing the pranks that, are brutal. The uh, I wrote about one. Uh, okay, so the
0: famous thing to do is put flash crash grenades under their bags. So when your buddy picks up something, the grenade goes off, and and everyone acts like, "Well, what'd you do?" You know, because we all know what happened. Yeah, someone pranked you. Yeah, but uh, and then another one was, uh, I got hit with all these at once. Some thank you, someone. Uh, I just got delivered a beer, so I said thank you. Um, someone put this ridiculous industrial strength icy hot in a pair of my gym shorts. And they have the bottom, the, the inside like a swim trunk. So that's where they put it. So yeah. it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit you where it's you gonna hit it. ground zero. But the <laughs> thing is, uh, the thing is, it doesn't heat up till it gets wet. So I put these shorts on and I had to walk across our big parking lot to uh, the gym, which is a solid. 400 yards or whatever and I get in there I'm warming up on the elliptical and it starts to heat up and then and then it just feels like someone is lighting a fire underneath me right so I'm listening to whatever music and it's so bad I got to take them off yeah and I'm running back to the shower so I'm still my headphones on I'm listening to like a vent sevenfold totally porky picking it across the thing so I got a shirt no pants just everything <laughs> hanging out as I'm running it's loud music it's burning so bad I run to my locker to grab my towel I yanked a bag off and all of a sudden I see the dust flying. hear the boom through my headphone someone hit me with like a trifecta no yeah, so that was a really good prank and then you can't hit prank back because they're gonna hit you harder right. unless, well you can't get caught pranking back. there's a
2: couple of good things in there first of all that uh, the Navy SEALs are doing the same pranks I did in yes. the fraternity yes, yes, yes. at Geneseo <laughs> and uh, when all this happened to you did you run to HR and get that guy oh God, in trouble. You believe that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that was <laughs> awesome.
0: We had we had a dude. We had a dude put a goat in another guy's locker for the weekend. Yeah, he ate everything in there. Now you have a
2: mad goat in your life. It's like, and you still, don't go, you don't go to yeah. HR about there, There's some horrible stuff guys were doing with. Uh, well, my point is, when you're with a group of guys and you're all buddies, or you, you know, you're all tight, you you assume you could do stuff like that. Yeah, and that's what got me screwed in the end because I did a prank in the bathroom, and uh, the guy ran to HR, a guy that I uh, oh the, the 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 guy you pranked. He, he ran rent HR, HR, and I got, and I, I he got fired. fired. So I got fired for that, even though I think I got fired for something else. And they used that as a, yeah. they used him as a patsy. To be honest with you, but my point is, a guy I hired. Uh, took under my wing, made sure he had a great life and a great career, and brought him into my group where we were always pranking each other all the time yeah. with these type of things. And then he turns around and runs to HR. That's just weak, right there. That's, Cause, vic- that's victim shit. Yeah, because if I if I thought that he wasn't one of my guys, I would have never done something no. like that. That's my point yeah, here today, yeah, Robert yeah. O'Neill. Yes, no, but yes, we we did prank each other, and you shouldn't go to HR over anything like that.
0: That's just weak right. stuff. That's like. No, I'm not even gonna get into the hashtag stuff. <laughs> yeah. The other thing,
2: um when you're in the woods and you're on a mission, I gotta ask, how do how do you guys eat? And, and 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 does it worry you that you're not you're gonna go too long without eating. No, no, we were good about that. We were always um we'd break down the MREs,
0: the meals ready to eat. And those are actually they're cool because 'cause they're just stocked with calories. Yeah. Uh and they're not bad. They've gotten I, well, I can eat anything. I like I like eating anything. And the only problem is they're they're also they have like these uh Stuff inside that'll constipate you. So when you do, it's like shitting a volleyball, basically, yeah. after the fourth day. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, there's little tricks with, um, like, we, I like the ramen. Speaking of jungle, in, in, the, in the jungle... Put ramen noodles in a little bit of water and it's and it's uh, seasoning in a ziploc bag and just put it in your pocket and let it heat up that way. Oh,
2: that's a great little yeah, tip. So you know you're carrying
0: it around. Oh. This place is getting good. We oh some shit going on here. <laughs> yeah. I should say we're at Jack Dempsey's
2: thanks to Michael, who's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess he he started out as a huge fan of mine and now we're we're friends. And he that's said, cool. "Hey man, why don't you come by Jack Dempsey's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these guys are really really cool. You do your podcast from here and uh, do one with Robert O'Neill. So here we are, and now shots are coming out get- and. And beers, beers and all and sorts of all, <laughs> all sorts of things I like this place <laughs> uh no no no, <laughs> I, no I'm, I'm doing iced coffee <laughs> but thank you so much uh no but I want to talk about um when you run out of that stuff and you're desperate now you're on the land well hopefully how do you, you survive Hopefully
0: you wouldn't be um
2: but you be. must have you must have a story or two where where that happened no
0: no and uh what my plan was i would uh i i had an h k four sixteen which is the rifle i carried i would call that my uh my 416 credit card. Right. Because the way I look at it is I have a gun, you have a car, yeah. I have a gun and a car. <laughs> yeah. Because nice. give it to me, you charge, it, you charge anything on it. So, no, that was never an issue. Um, you know, we did have guys get in some trouble. Marcus Luttrell, lone survivor, uh, he got separated. Was All three of his guys were killed, and then he's, yeah. he's off, you know, in Afghanistan, horror stories like that. But for me personally, even with training, um, never he got re-
2: by. Yeah. But then again, you want to throw out your rations and eat uh, locally, don't you? Yeah.
0: No, nah, I never get into the bug thing.
2: I don't like eating the no, bugs. No, not
0: the bugs. Just, uh, oh, we eat you eat locals. Ac- yeah, yeah, you sure. come
2: across a farm or you, you're smelling <laughs> something nice <laughs> coming from a hut. You'd be surprised
0: how good goat is. No, man. Yeah. You
2: know that's the number one meat in the world? Go- yeah, it is. Number one meat in the world is You know, is some goat parts of meat. the world the
0: number one meat for a couple of reasons.
2: What, what? <laughs> really? Oh,
0: yeah. People don't believe that. I actually asked one of my... Uh, Interpreters, because you hear stuff like I, I'll tell people stories of Afghanistan and they think I'm lying. Yeah. They think I'm making shit up. Yeah. It's, at, um, I asked one of my interpreters, I was like, you don't, you don't fuck all your goats, do you? And he goes, no, no, not the males. That would
2: be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and dead, just deadpan. Is it part of the culture? Is it part yeah, of it becoming is, a man? It's, it's, um, that's there, what I've heard over the years. There
0: are, there are parts of that culture in cert- certain parts, not all of it, where they can't. They not only can they not get women, they never see women. Yeah. Because they're behind burqas or they're locked in the houses. That's how the Taliban used to rule a lot of these places. And right. that's part of the reason a lot of those guys are batshit crazy. Yeah. It's not normal to just not see Pussy. Not see pussy and get raped by your uncles.
2: Pussy will solve a lot of problems. It does. It yeah, does. You know,
0: it'll cause a lot of problems. It, it will cause a lot of problems and it'll, it'll solve. Solve, <laughs> solve those problems. <laughs>
2: But that's what they do. Sometimes I, I heard some of the the teenage boys uh, they become men by practicing on a goat first.
0: Well, the Thursday nights the man boy
2: love night. What
0: in a lot of places? Yeah, we've run. I've come into rooms before taking taking down houses on Thursday nights where just big groups of men and boys and like the the huge tub of Vaseline with the hairy man. Come prints. on, for real? Oh yeah.
2: That is depressing. It's
0: depressing as shit. And again, people will hear this and say, "Oh, he's making that shit up. He just he's being racist." No, I've right. seen it. It's horrible.
2: Right? No, you live this I mean, life. You
0: think people are suicide bombers because this planet's so good? Yeah. No, they're looking to get to heaven.
2: Right. Uh, I gotta I gotta talk about a tweet you, you put oh, out boy. because no on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast we talk a lot of food we talk about beer and we were talking about IPAs the other day actually I'm not a fan of IPAs you like Look, IPAs? I do. Yeah. They're so they're so bitter to me. I like them, but you love them. Yes. Uh, all right. So that's point one. But what I saw you tweet out is you like fruity drinks. I put something about fruity drinks. Just, um, Please say that was real. N- uh, do I? Well, yeah, I like drinks. No, do you like fruity drinks? Uh, Come on, on, Robert. Depends on where I am. On the beach. <laughs> yes. Come on.
0: I uh, do. I like pina coladas. <laughs> And I like 20 pina coladas.
2: The fruitier, the
0: better, right? Good
2: drinks. Make them (laughs) strong. Because I do this podcast with Carl Ruiz. He's a big star on the Food Network. Guy Fieri's friend, my friend. And uh, he makes fun of me because I I like fruity drinks. And then I I saw you tweet that I think you were in Cape Cod and you were enjoying fruity drinks. I'm like, there you go. The guy that killed Osama Bin Laden also likes fruity drinks. drinks. Yeah, that's true. It was my birthday recently. Uh, What, Michael? He went shooting with him. You
3: went shooting with yeah. Where, where, where were we shooting? Right before your podcast last time, me and Carl were just talking, and he's like, uh, he went through my guest list. He's like, oh, you had good guests. Oh, you had O'Neill on. I was just shooting, shooting with him upstate at some underground station. Oh yeah, 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 station. that's right, that's right that's He right. was showing the guns, you guys. You and uh-huh. Carl hung out, yeah, and he was shooting that. like crazy for you guys.
2: Uh-huh. Really? Funny, small world. That is very, very. And then we poor. had fruity drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, Carl's very anti fruity drinks. So, well, that's why I bring it up because uh, he makes fun of me all the time. It was my birthday recently. And uh, the waiter brings the drinks to the table, and they make this mistake every time. They put my, uh, they put, uh, my drink in front of my wife. Thinking, really?
0: Thinking she ordered it?
2: Yeah. And then she, her drinks look like wh- what you're drinking today there. You know, like a man's drink. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, not being rude. I'm, I'm moving my other thing to it. Oh, that's all tank. good. No worries. No, we're we're going to hang out. out, Tim Sabian. I got to
3: tell, tell you how excited he was, Opie. So when he comes in, yeah. I kind of moved the podcast up a little bit because he said he had another interview. I'm like, Opie's coming. He's like, is he 100% in? He's all right. Let me cancel my later on interview. We're going to hang out I with So back. he's, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's yeah. excited yeah, about got, hanging we'll out do with We'll do
2: this. Well, I mean, he looks like uh, yeah, he, a ten I, of my I, cousins. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. Are you sure? <laughs>
2: I, I don't want to You go. know that um,
0: four of the five terrorists killed on the Bin Laden raid were, were killed by redheads.
2: Really? Great, yeah. Redhead power. I like that. Wow. It's pretty good. Very Not a lot of people know that stuff. they are no, taking souls, man. Yeah. that helicopter
1: when it went down over the
2: edge? Tim, if you're going to... I, I, I love you on the podcast, but you got to get in front okay. of a mic. What happened with the helicopter when
1: it went, the first helicopter that went the,
0: in? The the pilot told me that they had a weird updraft, and he was calling it the areolus effect. And he didn't crash. He crash-landed it. Uh because a a less experienced pilot would have tried to power through it and he thinks he would have rolled and killed everybody including himself Uh on board. So he just he spun it and he know he knew he could put the tail on the fence It's made out of mud. So the first mud fence screwed him. The second one saved him. And he pinned it in the dirt. Wow! So that pilot decided all of that that fast instantly. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. The we sto- had the four best pi- the four best pilots in the world with flew mission, and no one ever talks about them. Are, and the, one, you get, it so good.
2: Do you ever get uh, sick of telling the story? You no, told my, that- my wife hates it. <laughs> Your wife hates it. She
0: ha- she's so over it. Really she's tired of hearing about
2: it. How you can't. Uh- you can't. She's you. over. it. No, she's <laughs> got to give you a pass. But this is the stuff. If you kill uh, Osama bin Laden, you got to get a pass. You get but everybody
0: asks the same questions. She hears. She's with me all the time.
2: She wow. Well, she's yeah, tired of it. I hear you. What's What's the number one question they ask?
0: Um. Well, that's a good one. They'll. they'll well, the first one they ask. The well, first thing they say is, uh, "Hey, real quick, can I get a pick? And then they say one more, and I say there's no such thing as one more because they start a line. Right. But then, then the last guy tall bin Laden is, and then I'll say he's that tall. Point
2: up because I shot up. At. He was six four. <laughs> Oh, he he wasn't. Six, I thought four. skinnier than I thought he'd be, but he was tall. Well, uh, I mean, he wasn't eating. He was in bad health. I would assume by the time he, he got, got. You him. know what's funny is so he got a. Uh,
0: we were listening to Al Qaeda talk to each other after the raid, trying to get more intelligence. Right. And they they were joking with each other. One of the one of the terrorists said, "Well, I, he goes, well, who who turned him in?" The other guy goes. He turned himself in. He goes, "Why did you do that?" And He goes, "He was living in one house with three wives for five years." <laughs> and we're like you guys are joking about it, <laughs> silly terrorist. I guarantee one of those
2: wives. She finally had it and ran. Oh, the
0: other. Well, the two wives were pissed because they lived downstairs, and then a mom lived upstairs. She was a young
2: wife, right? So she, and I she, thought they just accepted that if you have multiple wives. Yeah, they get wives. pissed at each other. I they guess, get pissed the at each other. Right, yeah. uh, you want to go through the story one more time that's for fine if for, you guys for, want to? Yeah. Well, I was thinking because uh, I did it a year ago, and it was just amazing radio, and I, I want to like document it for the the new podcast That's fine. but the, the helicopter went down that uh, wow that just really screwed everything up but let's let's uh, well back. that was
0: even something that when we because we came up with the perfect plan to kill bin Laden we you know we had weeks to look at the thing and we knew the assets and how would we do this what's the smartest most effective way and then you know we trained on it um, 15 hours a day yeah 12 to 15 hours a day and then we talk about it when I were standing around the table and the boss was I mean I had the boss that was running it I, I've never seen a man go on such brain power with such little sleep. But he said, uh, what's the worst thing that could happen? And instantly the youngest guy in the room said, the helicopter could crashed in the front yard. And we're all like, what the fuck, dude? Why would you even say that? Yeah. So he's like, well, let's talk about that for 30 seconds. And so we knew that was the worst case scenario. And it happened. Yeah, and it happened. Wow. The worst thing happened, yeah. I uh, just proved that like the, you, you don't go into a situation knowing it's going to go a certain way. Right. Just be ready for anything.
2: But let's back up. So before you go on the mission, uh, a couple things I found fascinating when I talked to you last time was the fact that you were convinced you weren't gonna, yeah, survive it. Which, which I had,
0: uh, I had um, the last meal right. with my kids that they didn't know was the last meal. Uh, one of my daughters was so young that uh, I actually took her to um, Chick Fil A, right? And she met a girl her age, and they went playing in the ball pit. And she, that little girl was with her grandmother, and I sat there talking to her grandmother, thinking this woman has no idea who she's talking to. I'm going to die trying to kill Bin Laden tonight.
2: How do you wrap your head around that being a father? You know,
0: 9-11, the the, the conversation that we had, um, because we talked about this. Like, if we know we're going to die, why are we, I mean, why are we going? Right. And what we came up with, the, the best way to put it in perspective is we're not going for fame. We're going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a beautiful Tuesday morning and 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper because that, believe it or not, was a better alternative Mm -hmm. than what's going on inside at 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. And the last thing she did, her her last gesture of human decency was to hold her skirt down so no one could see her underwear as she committed suicide. And she was not supposed to, she didn't want to do any of that. And she's not supposed to fight. We're here to fight and that's why we're
2: going. Robert, I I get all that obviously, but now as a father, Now you're going to leave your kids without a father. Yeah. So, I, I, how do you wrap your head around it? I you know, asked the question letter, again. Well,
0: I wrote a letter to them, all of them, and just explained. You and, know, I like the one daughter that's always in the story was seven when we went after Bin Laden. She was one when we rescued uh, the lone survivor. She was four when we rescued Captain Richard Phillips. Now she's seven. Yeah. But I didn't write a letter to the seven-year-old girl. I wrote a letter to the 27-year-old woman, explaining how I'm sorry I missed her wedding, Jeez. and I know she was beautiful, and thanks for taking care of your sisters and. What we did was noble, and here's why. And I mean, the letter that my, one of my regrets in life is as soon as I got back, I shredded the letter because these letters we wrote, you can't even give it to your best friend because yeah. he's going to die too. Right? You got to find someone you trust that doesn't know what you're doing with instructions on what to do. And if 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 you see me tomorrow, give them back to me. Yeah. What but if you don't do this?
2: Why did you shred the letter? I
0: don't know. I, I just didn't want to read them again. I didn't want to relive that. And I wish I would have kept them now.
2: Well, no, I know I understand in a way because that that's pretty heavy. Yeah. And you want to almost like and get in rid the, of that in, that. in, the,
0: in the moment because at the moment. The day we got back is the best day of our lives, and we are going to be best friends forever. There's going to be no controversy. Right. We're all friends, and, and everything just goes to shit.
2: Right. But you could have you could have pulled that letter out when your your kids are misbehaving. Oh, look. <laughs> Get Hit them with it. Now, read this. Are you serious? Read you this, and here's some friend. tissues. You understand the sacrifice I was going to do for our country? Yeah. Do your homework. <laughs> yeah, um, but, I
0: mean, it was a very emotional time. And I even bought uh, going-away presents that they, get, they got. They don't know why they got them. Well, where were they? And uh, I don't even remember. But I bought myself Prada sunglasses because I, I, I saw them. And, nice. I, and I, I thought that I couldn't uh, – um, I, I can't afford them. Yeah. They're, they're 240 bucks. but I'm going to be dead next week. I've got an American, American Express card. My right. ex-wife can handle this. Shit. <laughs> and uh, I, I actually brought them with me on the mission. I carried them in my pocket. Wow. Because uh, what if we do live through the night and have to steal a car? and drive four hours to Islamabad where we have embassies. If it comes to that, the sun's going to be up, and I, I'm going to need sunglasses, and, and I'm wearing Prada.
2: I guarantee <laughs> I, I, I guarantee the ride back you put those sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you Oh, yeah, did. oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And in a safe place. Now. And what was the probability that uh, you guys were not going to make it?
0: I thought, I thought 100% we were going to kill him, but I thought about 95% we're going to die 95%. with them. 95%? That uh the, the house is going to blow up. And we, when we went up the last set of stairs, I had one guy in front of me, and I actually he jumped on people he thought were suicide bombers. Yeah. And I turned to the right, and there's Bin Laden. And when I when I went up the stairs, I didn't. It, it's not like, hey, Brave Navy SEAL, movie shit. It was, I'm tired of thinking about it. Right. Let's get it over with. Let's wow. get this explosion over.
1: When you locked eyes with him. Get on, Mike,
2: Tim. When you locked eyes, lock eyes with him for the first time. But you yeah. want to jump right to that? There's so much other stuff, oh, but, Tim. Oh,
1: my God. I'm just
2: like, <laughs> a guy fucking jumps on these other <laughs> guys. Do you, do you understand how to grow to, uh, time spent listening with these podcasts? Uh, you don't yeah, give away the, this the, is, the money shot 10 minutes into the podcast. A,
1: amazing what you just said. Uh, you know, One of your fellow comrades jumps yep. on these uh, suicide, potential
0: suicide bombers yeah. to protect
1: you.
2: Tim, sit down. And it oh, was, it my wasn't, God. Wasn't, I am like... No, sit down, because it's it way more...
0: So it sit. wasn't to protect me. It was it was to it was shield the blast so the guy behind him could get a shot at Bin Laden. He didn't even know it was me. He just knew it was one of his guys. Yeah. yeah. We can tell the whole story. Yeah, right? so, yeah. Tell the whole the, story. We can is, jump around, too. It's fine. It's just, so
2: you, I, I like to jump it around, actually. So yeah, you, you, you write the letters, and now it's go time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Well, it was through. neat, because
0: we went over to... Um, we pre-staged. We went to Afghanistan, Jalalabad Airfield. where there was already a SEAL team from our same SEAL team. And they were the ultimate professionals. Could you imagine being over there deployed and they bring another team in to do the job that you should be doing? That happened. Really? And those fuckers ended up rescuing us.
2: Really? Yeah, they were just
0: cool. And they weren't on the stealth helicopters. They were on the other ones. So wow. like if it, they're going to get shot down. Right. But we got there and we're... Um, we're uh, a couple days early. We hadn't been given the green light yet. There was still a few options, but we wanted to be as close to Pakistan as we could in case they said go now.
2: How many hours was that by, uh, by helicopter at this point? Uh, from Jalalabad to his
0: house was ninety minutes. Ninety minutes. So, um, um, but That's yeah. A so long we, we were there, and, and it's, it's it's interesting because we all accept that something bad could happen, catastrophic, like Desert One shit when they when they lost so many guys trying to rescue the Iranian uh, hostages. So it was interesting because we'd play poker. Um, we'd work out. I remember watching the draft, the NFL draft, and I, I'm a Redskins fan. And I'm thinking, um, I wonder if they're going to take a right tackle or, or the left. Are they going to do a line? And then I remember thinking, well, what does it matter now? I'm going to be dead in, in a couple of days. So You're sitting there just,
2: just okay the with the fact that you're most likely going to die. Not okay
0: with it. It was almost like, what if they do a missile strike? I mean, I want to go on the mission, but maybe you know I'll live. Right. And you're kind of torn between that, but then you're like, no, I got to go. Because if I – man, what if we don't go? I mean, imagine being – yeah. Seventy years old, thinking back, Jesus, we had a chance to get Bin Laden. Because if we hit him with a missile, they're never going to admit he's dead. Yeah, yeah, that would he's be like a, he's like a that'd be a new model. problem because yeah.
2: then people are like, no, he didn't then die. Then site. the conspiracy theories would start up yeah. and all that. Well, we even made up the
0: dialysis thing. That was us. Yeah. He wasn't sick. Yeah, we made it up so we know people were lying. Right when they say, hey, we found Bin
2: Laden. We I saw him. It was, we saw the dialysis. We're like, mm, isn't that happen. great? They throw that info out and then if yeah, uh, counterintelligence and, and if someone comes back and says that, they, you know, they knew that this he's guy was like, full of <laughs> shit and looking for a payday. Exactly. Hey, by the way, I do want to jump in and say that's why I bow to all military guys because I can't I still can't wrap my head around thinking that way and the training it takes and, and, and and with us where we
0: worked as a tier one seal team um we we didn't have the most dangerous job. Think about the Marines that are out there walking through minefields, right? And they and they get hit, right? And they watch their buddies get blown in half, and the, and soldiers and sailors and airmen, like there's people out there with a way more. D- driving Route Irish in Baghdad, yeah. Like there's some we got to fight at night on our terms, like right. we can see and the enemy can't, yeah. So it wasn't. I mean, the, obviously the Bin Laden mission, we're accepting death, but it was not like we were. There are guys out there that don't get the credit.
2: That is so weird. And so you're oh. 90 minutes away. Do, do you throw on a party tape or something? You yeah, d- to I get listen. To people, that's a common question. What? Oh, I thought it was a good question. I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> don't
1: you want to tell them about how you picked up your first podcasting kit?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, they, I got asked. Uh, I got asked what the last song I listened to. It, it was uh, it was Red Nation by Lil Wayne and the Game. Oh no kidding. And, and TMZ asked me that once, and I told them, and then then even like uh, someone like the Game tweeted out, he's like hey." Uh, Real heroes and shit, just thanking yeah. us. And I was like, that's a kick-ass song about, you know, killing Satan and, and blood in the air, leave blood on the ground. Right because on. Little Wayne's just cool and so is the game. That right. Awesome. Uh, what do you got, Michael? But, Rob, on the plane going there, you were saying the same thing
3: over and over yeah. and over again. Well,
0: I was counting. Um, we were talking earlier about if something could happen, but you worrying about it's not going to affect it, stop worrying about it. One of my favorite life advice is get over it. Just get over it. Yeah. Um, so if we get hit with a missile, I'm me being sh- me shitting my pants isn't going to help. Right. So stop thinking about it. So guys did that, and it was interesting. There, there were guys asleep on the ride to Osama bin Laden's uh, house. How, how awesome is that?
2: That is amazing. I, we,
0: yeah, and I, I mean, I, I was I, I was counting, right? I right? was Counting just zero to a thousand thousand to zero. I learned that a long time ago, in a uh, in Kosovo they sent us in a sniper and not snipers more armed observers to make sure no atrocities are happening so you're up there and Kosovo's got some pretty serious mountains vegetation but to sit there and stare through a spotting scope 4 hours on 4 hours off you just get you lose your mind so you count just right. to keep your mind working so that's what i was doing but like mike was saying i um, <clears throat> it was as hollywood as it sounds and i have the tattoo to prove it as soon as it, somehow 80 minutes into the flight when we banked to the south I was like five fifty six, five fifty seven. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward and freedom will be defended. That's that was how like, in the hell that I it was Bush. Yeah. And so I'm like, fuck counting. I'm gonna say that. And I just kept saying that over and over. And then I sort of stopped. I'm like, holy shit, we're on we're on I'm on this mission. Oh my god. And then the door opens and you're looking at a city. It's a resort town in Pakistan. You know there's a golf course right over there. Wow. And it's they don't know what we're coming. And I remember, I remember kind of smiling, thinking, "This is some serious Navy SEAL shit
2: we're about to get into." And that's it. The I counting know. and reciting that quote—that's that's very meditative. Do you meditate? Nah, that's, I would. Then I would on because uh, just even counting is sort of a form does, of meditation, you know, just to kind of clear a, the clear the head yeah, and, helps, and, and uh, get get your focus back. Mm-hmm. And then the sleeping thing. Do you know what it takes can, to get um, me to sleep a good night? And these guys are snoozing on the way to kill Osama bin Laden. That that's a real man. Yeah, yeah. that's a right. real man. Well,
0: like the biggest concern, one of the biggest concerns we had too was, uh, where are we going to pee? Because I, I, I don't want to have a full bladder. If we get off into a gunfight, I don't want to have ninety minutes of piss in my belly. Right. And so, and it was just amazing stuff. That so they they invented these, um, like doggy do, doggy bowl diapers that you can unfold and pee in them. And
2: then yeah. They, you, you pee in your pants. Or pee in your pants? Yeah, that dude. I, I was at a I was, I was at a Black Crow show way back in the day, <laughs> and I, I was not gonna I was not gonna uh, <laughs> give not up missing, my my, not, spot. Not my spot. I, I was about ten rows. It was it, in a small club. We were all packed in, and I knew if I left to go to the bathroom, I was done, and I yep. wasn't gonna get my spot back. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not with a girl tonight. I'm peeing in my pants, <laughs> and then I'll deal with it later. Yeah, that's that's a true story. By that's the way. actually
0: good. well, and if if a gunfight started, I would have just started peeing. But yeah. then your buddy's gonna give you shit if you live because hey, you are so scared you peeing your pants.
2: Right, so now you're you're uh, you see the compound and you're getting close. Well, yeah And then we didn't know the damn helicopter crash the other one what what, what they said was uh, they don't um, tell you this well
0: It was it, there's a little bit of chaos involved um, And we're not talking a lot but what they said they told us because they were dash one We were dash two As simple as it sounds what they said was dash one we, we thought we heard was dash one going around dash one going around meaning they just took fire and they're gonna do a racetrack but what they were saying was dash one going down, dash one going down, and that's when they crashed. And so our pilot, we were going to drop snipers and a dog uh, and an interpreter outside, and then we're going to fly my team to the roof of Bin Laden's house. The plan was get on the roof, jump down to the third deck, gunfight through the glass. That's him. Because the woman that found him told us that's where he would be. And she turned out to be 100% right on everything she told
2: us. Off. And she knew to the minute that he was still going to be there by the time Well, he she has- was
0: getting frustrated because the, the day we met her, she's like 100% Third floor, this building. Why aren't we going now? Wow.
2: Why are we here? And 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 you and they knew that he wasn't leaving to no, do anything. No, they thought
0: she thought he was going to leave in a few months. But they, I
2: mean, uh, uh, doing daily stuff. No, the, he doesn't leave the house. So he barely left that room. He would
0: walk around the. He would leave. There was a stairwell, I guess, that he would take downstairs, and he would. They saw a guy that they na- they named him the Pacer, and he, that's how she knew it was him because he's a taller dude wearing different clothes, and he's walking around. The same spot, never leaving the house. And anytime um, anyone was doing any manual labor with the animals or, or planting anything, yeah. he would stop and say hello, but he'd never help. So he's he's a shake. What did she get for for the intel? She didn't even get uh oh, how did she do it or what she get what, afterwards? What did she get afterwards? Nothing. She she was pissed. She said she's I saw her later here in New York. And uh, she said, I didn't even get a parking spot. It was. She was pissed She's like one of those things Where she's the one that knew it Right Nobody believed her And then as soon as we get him Everybody wants an award Right Was she military? No She was one of the three letter agencies Really She got nothing? A bonus? Anything? I don't think so Trip to Cancun? Something You'd think you'd give her something Right <laughs> She was awesome though. The, 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 the depiction of that woman In Zero Dark Thirty Is really close Yeah Wow. They did a great job with her. Very cool. Yeah. And she's a badass.
2: So now uh, your helicopter lands. So we Well, yeah, but we were going
0: to go to the roof, but the the helicopter lifted up and went back down. So it landed us right back where we just landed the other guys. Because that pilot saw the other pilot crash, he's like, well, shit, if he can't hover there, I'm not going to try to
2: hover above the house.
0: I don't want to crash.
2: So he put us down. And and you guys were prepared for all scenarios. I
0: I remember thinking, I remember just one of those snapshots in life where my right foot hits the ground, and I said, uh, I guess we're just going to start the war from here. Pretty cool. And, Rob,
3: tell the one – we'll bring some humor into it. Tell the one funny thing that one of the Navy SEALs said, guys, we have to be careful. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, so when we got into the house, so we, we tried to blow up the – we knew there was a a, a, a double-hinged door off to our left, facing the compound, so the northeast side of the compound. So we went and put a, a huge seven-foot charge of C6, which is a monster. And it blew the door open, but there's a brick wall behind it, so – the breacher looked back, just kind of kind of going through muscle memory. He said, okay, failed breach, meaning we didn't get in. He goes, yeah. "He goes, this is bad. And I, I, I remember saying, no, this is good. That's a fake door. He's in there. No wow. one puts a fake door on their house. Right. So we go, <clears throat> now we thought the other helicopter, I'm, I'm getting to that point, Mike. Uh, we thought that the uh, other helicopter was still flying. So we had told them, all right, failed breach, northeast corner. Now we're going to blow the carport, meaning that's the one we've seen open. The cars yeah. go in and out. And they said, no, 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 don't blow it. We'll just open it and then the door opens and the thumb comes out. So we're looking at the thumb and then another situation in life where it doesn't matter how we got here, I don't need to know how, we're just here, we'll talk about it later, we have a fucking job to do. I didn't know how my guys got in there. And so we finally get, now there uh, there was gunfire going off at this point. Uh, They killed a bra in the guest house. One of my guys just shot two of the people in the bottom. That's when I got in there. So now there's women and children kind of moving around Um, and there's a long hallway. And you don't want to stand in a hallway ever because guy bad guys will put a gun in a hallway just spray. <clears throat> so I actually saw other Navy SEALs grabbing children who were obviously startled and putting them with women, like so they don't need to be a they can be a, a, with as little amount of fear as possible. Which Al Qaeda would not do that to our kids. No, of course. So we're watching not. the good guys, right? And then so I back into a room and I remember looking up for um, explosives because they'll, they'll hang them from the. Ceiling and that's what's gonna take the whole house down on top of you and kill you. Don't, I don't see any of that. I'm watching my guys work. They're just working and I remember being so proud of how cool these guys are. Cause I have a front row seat to the best mission in modern history. I'm watching my guys just be cool as ever. I, I've got nothing to do so I'm standing there and, and that's when one of my guys said, helicopter crashed. He whispered "Made my helicopter. helicopter crashed. Now I'm thinking like I mentioned those other seals that were on the, the Chinooks, the big ones, 45 minutes behind us. I'm thinking they got spotted and they got shot down. And we just lost 60 guys. And I go, oh, my God, what what helicopter crashed? And he goes, bro, our helicopter crashed in the front yard. You walked right past it. <laughs> so it, it just didn't register because there's so much. And that now at this point, though, the timing was impeccable. Oh, my God. The timing was impeccable because right? at this point, one of our snipers who had the dog and the dog handler, they were running around the entire perimeter to make sure no one escaped through whatever kind of escape tunnel. Yeah. And that's when he saw the uh, the tail of the helicopter over the famous part where it eventually fell down. And he came over the radio and said, all right, guys, be on alert. They are definitely ready for us. They have a training mock-up of our super-secret helicopter in the front yard. (laughs) And that's where his mind is, because he was on my helicopter. And then you hear the boss frustrated. He goes, no, you jackass. That's ours. We crashed. And then the sniper comes back with, yeah, that makes a lot more sense than the shit I was just saying. Carry on. and I'm in the house like, what the fuck are we talking about? We got to go upstairs and get Phil. Yeah, this turning. So this is this is the conversation. These are the conversations that are being had as we're trying to get up. This is turning into an
2: SNL skit all <laughs> of a <laughs> sudden. Can
1: I ask one question? <laughs> it is these guys that have the dogs. Yeah. You know, and you get so attached to that animal, and that oh, yeah. animal the it becomes par- the animal
2: an
0: It's part of a pack.
1: Yeah, so how then do you leave the service and leave the dog behind?
0: They take the dog with them. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they oh retire the dogs. The, uh, the, this dog, Cairo. Cairo. Um, he he had been shot uh with an A K forty seven in the chest twice before this mission oh. and lived. Jeez. When we, we got in a really weird gunfight, that's a I'll, we'll tell that story there. It's an incredible. That's a great punchline story too, other than Cairo obviously being shot. Yeah. But um when we heard, you know, we have um, what we would say is uh um an eagle WIA, you know, wounded in action, mm. we call ourselves eagles, E-W-I-A. and we were trying to ask for a call sign so we know who it is. We never never say a name and they said, Well, it's a canine. So the Cairo guy well, if the dog gets shot, man, the dog dies. It's a little I mean Compared to a human, AK 47, they don't have body armor. And Cairo lived. Wow. And then he went on the bin Laden raid. Wow. wow. He Cairo has two silver stars. I have two silver stars. This fucking dog's <laughs> two silver stars. <laughs> Is the dog still alive? No, Cairo did die. Um oh. just old. Yeah. But he was with us. He was funny too because there's so much bullshit that came out of this mission. One of the missions was we had like this twenty thousand dollar titanium teeth that we put in Cairo's mouth. Not the case. Cairo had one tooth because he had gum disease. He just was there for his nose. Uh. So this is some
2: Do they uh, have one of those funerals where everyone's um, crying?
0: I don't know what they did with Cairo. He was he was retired, and his, his some his of those handler.
2: some of those police dogs when they die in the funerals and and everybody's oh, crying tough. will just bring you to your knees. One of my
0: well, the guy that can't handle him, he retired with him and lived with him, and he he said he was he had to, he had to put him down, and he said he was there holding Cairo's hand as he died, which is just and I hope he writes a book about his story. We're, we're trying to get his uh, the the vest that Cairo wore in Bin Laden. On the bin Laden raid to the memorial, right down the street.
2: Um, all right, so now, uh, yeah, now, so we're in the house. Yeah, now we're in the and house,
0: and the guys are working, and I'm just chilling now, now that I know that no one got hurt.
2: Are you starting to think I don't have anything else to do well, here? I'm like,
0: well, yeah, I'm like shit. This house is. You're looking up. around, yeah. making <clears throat> sure everyone's cool <clears throat> and, it's and almost safe, like, and, and, and they're all ahead of me. Yeah, I'm not in danger. This 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 is secure. I just gotta I gotta wait for them to to breach that door at the end of the hallway. It's barricaded. Mm. That's obviously where the stairwell is. I'm, I'm not missing that shit. And then they breach it. It opens. And then they start moving up. That's when I leave my thing and go behind them. And I'm like uh, eight guys back. So there's seven seals or so in front of me. And the woman that found bin Laden said, I don't know what the house looks like on the inside, but there will be a stairwell. And when you get to that stairwell, you're going to run into Khalid bin Laden, uh, Osama bin Laden's 20-year-old son. He will be armed. And here's how cool this woman was. She said, that's his last line of defense. You get you take care of him, you can get a shot at the big guy. Now, that's just cool. So we got to the stairwell. Wait, how did she know that? I don't know. How did she know that part? She, she knew somehow through intercepted phone calls that Khalid lives on the second floor. He's going to hear the commotion downstairs. He'll be waiting on the stairwell with the AK-47 that he has. Wow. So she's, I mean, just an analyst. Very, yeah. very smart woman. So um, we started going up the stairs. There he was, and he jumped behind a banister. And he was armed. And I'm watching, and I'm looking upstairs. With, you know, six, seven guys in front of me. And at this point, I've been in urban environments and gunfights. You want to take as many guys as you can away from that situation. Let the first two or three guys handle it. Because if he chucks a grenade, shit just goes down, downhill. And But we're probably going to die anyway. And this is going to be awesome. I got to see how this goes down. I just I'm, I'm I don't have a shot, but I'm going to watch. I got to see. Does he pin the corner quickly, try to get a shot? Does he grab him, try to beat him? Yeah. Um, and it was dark and it was quiet. And here's how good of an operator he was. He just whispered, Khalid. Or Fai Khalid, Delta Russia." to come here or something like come here in two different languages. He knew Khalid spoke and he said his name twice and that confused Khalid. So he leaned his head over the bannister and said, what? And that was it. That's it. Wow. That's the coolest coolest so, thing I've ever so, seen. So
2: now there's no one in the way.
0: Now now we don't know. We just think they're suicide bombers maybe. Okay. So we get through that. We get to the second floor and then um, that's when everyone other than the guy in front peeled off because you want to clear the areas open spaces, closed spaces, unknowns, uh, before you go up. So, but I'm the last guy, so I can't leave the point man alone, so I put my hand on his shoulder. So I'm, he's gonna look forward and up. He's looking up the stairs through a curtain. The curtain's at the end of the stairwell. And I'm waiting for more guys. Once I get more guys, I know that this area is clear and we can go up. But he started seeing people moving. He assumed they're putting on vests. So he's, his, the way his mind started working is, um, we can beat him to it if we go now. We got to go now and he started talking and you never talk we don't talk to each other he's like we got to go we he knows he's got a guy but we got to go and that's when I kind of thought to myself well let's let's get it over with I gave him a squeeze I wanted more guys but we just had us we just were so thin in this big house so I squeezed him he went up the stairs pushed the curtain and tackled the tackle the the, turn out to be women like we were talking about earlier, to absorb the blast for the guy behind him. We, he and I talked
2: about it later. And he said... Uh, so that guy tackled the women just assuming they were going to Assuming they're going to blow
0: up. If, if, you, if you can change the angle of the blast because they're shooting BBs, yeah, yeah. that maybe the guy behind him will live and get the shot. That's He's going to die. That's and that's what he did. I mean, this this story will be told. This guy should get a Medal of Honor at some point. And Rob, the one thing that you said to me that always like really resonated with
3: me was when you said, you didn't care about your life at that point, but once he said Khalid, Khalid, and actually killed him, you said this story needs to be told. He just might have changed like history. He
0: could, yeah, he did. What, I mean, what if Khalid kills everybody and what if he sprays everybody kills yeah. all seven guys? We're yeah. not getting them. Bin Laden. Right. If Pakistanis will get there. So yeah, so he, he did that and then he did that, which this, like my friend Brits Stabinsky was awarded the Medal of Honor 16 years ago for Robert's Ridge. This guy, if he, I mean, he's one of those kick-ass, uh, just poster child Navy SEAL um, that won't come out uh, and tell a story, but he should in a, some way get the Medal of Honor for that yeah. move. Wow. So he did that, and, just, and it was again, it wasn't me being brave. It's simply because he went that way. My tactics dictate I go this way. I turn that way, and there's Bin Laden standing there. And he's got his hands on his wife's shoulders, and he's sort of pushing her forward. toward me, and then just the way that my escalation of force went is taller than I thought, skinnier than I thought. That's a shorter gray beard. Um, that's his nose. That's Bin Laden. He's not surrendering. He's a threat. I need to treat him as a suicide bomber, which means... If if I think you're a suicide bomber, you basically have less than a second to convince me not to kill you, and and the way and people I got criticism for well, you shot them in the face. What about recognition? If anyone criticizes that, they've never dealt with a suicide bomber. I have. You shoot them in the face because I've seen I've seen bombers go off, and it is very very loud and scary and permanent.
2: Uh, you and you. S- You get criticized for this. It's interesting. It just amazes me. You shouldn't have shot him in the face. Oh, really? What would you do, hero? Well,
0: even even with the Brits Lubinsky thing, you should read some of the hate Medal of Honor. Yeah. And all they're talking about is hate because he, he left the mountain. It's like, have you ever been shot at by 19 machine guns at 10 feet at yeah. once at night?
1: But I'm when you were wall. sitting there looking him straight in the eye, was there a second there where you were just like, holy
0: shit? No, Loden's no, no, no. no, 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 no the, the holy shit moment came after because when I saw him, like looking back on it, I should have I said, where you
2: been, Laden? <laughs> 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 oh, God. Will be here all
0: week. <laughs> ah, try the meatloaf. Yeah. I,
2: so, I, I asked you last time a year ago when we talked, uh, did you see fear? in Osama bin Laden's eyes. You did. I think so. As a human being, human to human, you went, wow, that's fear right there.
0: Yeah, and then they actually, they played us the, the one time, the agency played us the phone call that the brothers made to each other as the guys were coming in to get them. And they were speaking Arabic, obviously. I have never heard fear. A grown man with a high-pitched voice like that. And it's just such a bad, because these are, these are top five Al-Qaeda guys, so fuck them. But just hearing the screaming and then you hear my guys' gunshots and then it's silent. It's so cool. Wow. That's out there. Anyway, so the, the, the oh shit moment though. So I shoot him and his wife is still there. So I, I have to move her. She's not a threat now. You can tell. You can tell. Yeah. Um, so I moved her to the bed because I killed him at the foot of the bed. The pictures are on the internet. You can see where his, his head is. I know down. what that
1: looks is like with the not a threat thing. I, I was married once.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So we, um, but the, the, so, <laughs> um, so, I move her to the bed and as I move Wait, what, what picture is out there? of where Bin Laden's blood is. You can see his, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and okay. his head and I thought you meant of and the And there's wife. a picture of Khalid there too. His, okay. his, his actual picture is pretty graphic. Right. Um, but then I saw his two, two-year-old son standing there. And I'm a father. And I look at this kid and I'm like, this poor kid has nothing to do with this. And he shouldn't have seen that. It, one of those emo- so the emotions are kind of all over the place. Then I set him down next to his mom because I don't want him to be afraid. And then, uh, then other SEALs are coming in the room. And that's when it starts to sink in. And then a, a guy came up to me, one of my, one of the operators, and he just looked at me and comes, and it kind of, de- they kind of depicted this part in the movie Zero Dark Thirty, they didn't do it right, but he looked at me and he goes, um, are, are you good? And I said, no, what, what are we supposed to do now? And he smiled, this huge smile, and he goes, now we find the computers. We do this every night for years. <laughs> And I went, yeah, that's what we do. You're right. I'm back. Holy shit! And he goes, yeah, you just you just killed Osama bin Laden, man. Your life just no, changed.
2: No, Osama bin Laden is dead, but you, you're still got to be thinking that uh, we could still be losing our lives yeah, here. Yeah, well, see, that's where the next emotion comes in because you're like, oh, this is great. We did exactly what we, we're supposed, we what we're to, do, supposed do, to do, but to but out, there's no guarantee out. we're we're gonna we're gonna be safe.
0: Now it's like, let's get this done as quickly as we can, and holy shit, we might live. So let's 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 put a let's you know let's saddle up and start doing this. So we I did go downstairs to the. Second floor where they had three offices. Started breaking apart um, computer towers to get hard drives, and we're looking for anything electronic, um, uh, external hard drives, CDs, um, whatever we can find. I went back upstairs. They, the guys up there, had been talking. We had an Arabic speaker had been talking to the the, the girls, and they, and one of them finally said, "That's him. That's Sheikh Osama," is the way she put it. Yeah. So they had put him in a body bag. I said, "All right, we're we're getting out of here." I, I grabbed part of it. The point man, and two other guys, grabbed him. We took him down. I carried him out with my guys. What's kind of cool, too, is we we brought him outside the sniper where we, we put Bin Laden's body next to the foot of the sniper who initiated the fire to rescue Richard Phillips from Somali Pirates, which is like a small group of guys. And then um, we're uh, calling for an extract. The, the explosive ordnance guys are blowing up the helicopter. So we have to call in the other SEALs. They came in. We got on the hill. I actually saw that guy that was live tweeting during this. Remember, he was tweeting out, why would the Pakistan military oh, be right, right. running yeah, yeah, operations yeah. Yeah. on a Sunday night? Right. He's over there tweeting. And normally, in a, in, a, in a combat zone, Iraq or Afghanistan, if we just prosecuted a target and there's a guy outside with his phone on, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Because he's setting off a bomb. Yeah, sure. This guy, I saw him. and I You remember, actually saw that guy? I, saw, I, watched, I was watching him tweet. And I remember thinking, this is good for me. Because I'm like, they have no <laughs> fucking idea we're here. Right? No one knows what's going on. Right. Right. And then the helicopter lands. We all hop in. Like, uh,
2: slow down a little yeah. bit because there's a couple things in there. So, yeah. how many minutes do you guys uh, get to, to to try to get all the uh, hard drives? Be, and...
0: We wanted to be on the deck for
2: 34 minutes. We ended up 47 minutes. Oh, so you're like, all right, that, okay. There was just
0: we wanted to be out of there.
2: How many minutes after Osama bin Laden was? Killed? I don't know the
0: exact time. I think we my, we must have killed him about 15 minutes into the mission.
2: Because there's got to come a point where you're you're thinking, man, we got to go, but we didn't go through some of these filing oh, cabinets and totally, this closet. Totally so you we're just, totally thinking that.
0: And um, ha- if Pakistan was our actual ally, we could have stayed right and made a couple days out of it. Yeah, because I know they found a treasure trove of stuff there. But we're just going for the most important shit. What's 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 on the top of the pile? Yeah, you know what's. I, I found a ton of opium. Really, I found raw opium that was vacuum sealed. I thought there were steaks at first, thinking really? thinking they're into this for the long haul. They got steaks and stuff. yeah. Wait a minute. This is opium. They're shipping. They're funding Al-Qaeda. You put one that. in your back <laughs> yes, pocket, <exactly>. Robert? <laughs> I can ditch this map and have a little. <laughs>
2: and then the other thing, uh, you know, he hates America so much, but supposedly the, you found a lot of porn, uh, porn and, and, like, Disney movies. And, yeah, there's and a bunch w- of weird stuff, yeah. I mean, you know, the guy's got to entertain himself. He's in that house all but, the time. But, I long. mean, you know, then find stuff from your country if you hate our country yeah, so no much, kidding. right? They'll stop
0: watching our stuff. So now
2: you're out of the house. You guys got to go. And then now you're back on the helicopters, right? Yeah, so we get on the helicopters.
0: Um, the first team that crashed took our, an, our initial helicopter out, <clears throat> and they have the body. We got on the 47 that came in with the new SEAL team, and uh, we have some DNA. So we, we, we flew two different directions, basically, going the same place. Yeah. Um, just redundancy. If one gets shot down, we still have DNA to prove, prove it. So, and again, I'm starting to deal with a lot of stuff that just happened. and, and the, So I'm laying on top of the sniper from the Somali pirate thing. And he had been taking a lot of shit because when you get to such a high-profile mission like Captain Phillips or Osama Bin Laden, guys that are there at that team have been the best player on every team they've ever been on, and they get a little jealous. So they were giving him a lot of shit for the Captain Phillips thing, and I would always go up to him. This is before, and I would would give him him my Copenhagen and say, don't listen to that negativity. Take a dip. You're a hero. I I know you don't like hearing that, but you're a hero, and I would do that all the time to him just to try to get his head out. So now we're off on the Bin Laden raid. I'm laying on top of him. The guy next to me is from Manhattan, and he's from another squadron at this elite SEAL team. And he asked the question every SEAL asked when he found Ibn Bin Laden was dead. He goes, "Who got him?" And I said, "I did." And he said, "On behalf of my family, thank you. This is another Navy SEAL." Wow. Then this sniper pulls out his Copenhagen and says, "Now take one of mine. You know what it's like to be a fucking hero." Wow. Now wow. it's all this shit. So we're like, well, "Okay, we get 90 minutes to go that way. If we go 90 minutes, we cross the border." We're in Afghanistan,
2: and we live. So you still have ninety minutes. Ninety minutes to count down. If
0: we get ninety minutes. We get we get fifty years of life. Right. So we start the watches. Oh, you did. We start, and we're just looking at it, and
2: no one's talking, and we're flying. But don't you think after forty five minutes you're thinking, okay, we're good? No. All, the surface whole air, surface had to deal air with.
0: missile that's designed to shoot down a jet is yeah. going to shoot down this because we're in the big helicopter. Right. But we're counting it. It's like we're getting forty minutes, like you said, 45, 50 minutes, and then it's kind of funny because you are thinking that. Then you start thinking, this is like being at Yankee Stadium. Top of the sixth, there's a no-hitter being pitched. I'm not saying anything, mm-hmm. but... You don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it, but it's been 50. What
1: kind of watch were you wearing at the time? I
0: was wearing uh, a digital watch, not not the Breitling. Uh, I forget which kind, probably a Sunto. But um, then we're 60, 70, then we're 80 minutes. And the, I love the sports analogy because that now it's like Lake Placid. The Americans are beating the Russians. You can hear them counting down 10, 9, 8. They still can screw it up. And then all of a sudden, the... Um, The pilot came over the radio at 85 minutes and said, all right, gentlemen, for the first time in your lives, you're going to be happy to hear this. Welcome to Afghanistan. It's like, holy shit, we pulled it off. Did did you cry at that point? Or any type of emotion? We started high-fiving. We knew we had about 10 minutes. How how did you
2: uh, relieve all that? Built up anxiety well, and stress. Well, when, when we got back,
0: we landed, and there's, everyone's just—you
2: um, don't want to admit you cried on my podcast, is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm. Hey, I'll be the first to admit I am a movie crier. I cry at weddings. <laughs> I don't. I like crying. It's, it's, crying is cleansing. But I didn't. This was just. I was like, I know there's whiskey in Afghanistan somewhere. Fine. I got
2: hiccups because of you today. Uh, what movie do you cry at? Do you know? Offhand? Um. Yeah, let me think.
0: I don't cry at The Exorcist. I cry at. Um, Get him to the Greek out of laughter, and then uh, an officer and a gentleman, just because it's fucking awesome. Okay, very nice. Yeah, and that's love shit. I mean, that's fruity drink love shit. Right.
2: <laughs> that's a great movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, and then you, then you're, you made it. Yeah, so And then got, your we, life completely changed it at did. that well, moment. Well, we got
0: back, and here, here, again, is one of my favorite stories. We get back, and um, we land the point man who led me up the stairs and gave his life. Now he's there, and he and, I, he and I shared pretty emotional words with each other, just- kind of recap what the fuck just happened and then he said he looked over and he saw the girl from the agency and he goes oh there she is and his words exact words were well you got to give her something because you own this now right so we walked over and i pulled the magazine out of my gun the last round and i said you have room for this in your backpack she goes yeah of course i do then i said we have something to show you now the movie zero dark 30 ended horribly because they show the woman who found bin laden his body and she got she cried got emotional and left Got in a helicopter, the movie ends horribly. What actually happened is the point man and I walked her over to, to Bin Laden's body. And this is a woman who spent her life, gave up her life to find him. No husband and no uh, no kids. 20-hour days. Find Bin Laden your year. And now we got him. So we're walking over and it starts to sink into me like, this is historic. This is this is Normandy. This is Iwo Jima, Washington Cross, and the Delaware to fight the Hessians. Revolutionary War, historic so we walked her over and I'm like oh my god this is the pressure I gotta say something cool so we go over and all I said was I looked down and I said I pointed at Bin Laden and I said is that your guy she looked down for a second and a half and said well I guess I'm out of a fucking job and left (laughs) No. no, emotion whatsoever. No Hollywood. Fuck him, I'm out. No. One, one giant leap for mankind. <laughs> right. no, Isn't Hollywood.
2: That Hollywood? no Hollywood I said, ending there. Yeah. I, I set her up
0: for the wow. ultimate. And she just, she, that's a coolest thing. she Oh, could just say.
2: great. I got to get my resume together. Yeah. Yes, right. So that, by the that's way, amazing. What's your number? Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: but she was cool. So yeah. So then life changes, and we get back, and, and there's a lot of believe it or not, a lot of pressure that comes to something like that. Um, because we, we we would do stuff uh, when we went to meet President Obama, uh, he wants to give us uh, um, uh, the awards he's giving us, and we're sitting in this, you know, secure place with the entire team that was there, and some guy comes up from the army and stands in front of me and salutes me. What is that? I didn't. I mean, I shot him, but these guys got me there. Come yeah. on, man. So that's when the weird shit starts happening. Right. Like, shit, this guy's a gold digger or whatever. Right, is. yeah, because <laughs> it's, uh, just, they, it's it, a tough one. It's everybody tough one. was important. but Everyone, a, the but, point man.
2: Yeah. Jesus. But that's how human the nature pilot. works. Yeah, yeah. You know, they start pointing at the, 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 the guy that actually did it, they actually pulled the trigger. Yeah. But you no, they did. And, and I you didn't couldn't want... pull that trigger without the rest of those no, guys, I, obviously. I no, I wouldn't have gotten there without yeah. them. Uh, Michael.
3: I always love asking when Obama saw you guys. He asked you guys, hey, who shot? Yeah, he said that's always the coolest thing. Obama asked, who shot him. He said who shot him, and we said we
0: all shot him. And then he left, and one of my guys goes, I wish I would
2: have told him that you shot him. <laughs> but no, and, well, another funny story, too, You should have like, said, we all shot him as you're winking at Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Who shot him? Well, we all did well. I kind of pulled there, the trigger. Now, there is controversy, obviously, because yeah. uh, being in your position, and I, I know a few guys, I'll just say that. Sure. And uh, when you guys go on these missions, you know, it, it's protocol really to never talk about uh, what went down and, and talking about being the guy. You see, that, but uh, I yeah. mean, it, it took you a while to come out. How, how long? It took a while, but it, do, do you it know didn't, how
0: long? Well, it didn't because when I got back, when the, with the second we landed, we already we had thirty guys waiting for us at the airfield, jump like high fiving on the plane mm-hmm. when we landed. Guys all knew what that went down, and then
2: no, I don't mean in your no family. no 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 okay but, it, it
0: kind of got out, so it got out in Virginia Beach, San Diego, DC, and New York, and people sort of knew. And then it's sort of more, get you know, it's, it, it, was a, it was a difficult time, but I, I, no, I didn't tell the story until um, years after I, I'd left the Navy. And I, I went on another combat deployment after this one. I went back to Afghanistan. That, that gun, Bin Laden was not the last guy that got killed by that gun. Really? Yeah, I went back. One of the best stories was from the next uh, 10 months later.
2: What was, what was that story? I'll
0: tell you. Yeah, okay. Well, we were...
2: Don't worry. I, I, I'm good at this. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I'll get it all together. Um, but I want to hear about we, this because I didn't know... I've known you for a while now. I, I thought that was it for no, you. But I got, why I, did you decide point. to keep going back? Because
0: of the, the leak. I wanted to prove them that I'm I not here for fame. And I, 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 I am going to get out in a year. I, I extended. and I, I But what I said is I I came in through the front door. I'm leaving through the front door. It's like I'm not... I'm not
2: backstabbing. I'm not, and right. I'm not doing this bullshit. Um, so I went back overseas. But you as were tempting—you got... were tempting fate. Yeah, I know. You made it through Osama bin Laden, which, we back I, to I, if you remember uh, earlier in the podcast, ninety <laughs> percent uh, chance that you guys weren't yeah. going to make it. So you—you te- you tempted fate there, and then yeah. you decide I'm going to go back one more.
0: Yeah, one more in the winter too. Like we were—we t- took down a castle. I remember going up the stairs with a dog, mm. and he cleared a corner for me and saved my life. Uh, but the one story that we—I um, set up my first L ambush which is the most basic uh, offensive way to hit someone else. Like, you got a base and a maneuver. You, you, it's the shape of an L. One side shoots, one side moves, and you get them in the, what they call the fatal funnel. Yeah. And um, we did that. We sold it. to. The, there was a group of terrorists that were leaving the same house every single day, driving across a, a road no one drove down and trying to ambush Americans. And we saw them do it like on Monday, then Tuesday, and whatever. And we said, well, if they're going to do it Friday, that's the day of prayer, they're definitely doing Saturday. So we are going to go Saturday. They did it Friday. We're like okay, we're launching here. We're going to walk in in the in the dark. There's a pattern of rocks here. We are going to sit. We're going to sit there and wait for the sun to come up. The the eyes in the sky are going to watch them. They're going to come around. And we here's how simple we sold it. Once they get to this point, because you, you were going to tell us, um, green light, yellow light, red light. Red lights when we come out. We have snipers up here. We get an L. And I remember it was, it was so simple. And a lot of people want to be complex. They said. Um, well, what are you going to do? We said, well, we're going to tell him to stop. And he goes, well, what if they don't stop? I'm like, I'm going to shoot them. It's not that hard. When you want to stop a vehicle, you don't shoot the engine block. You shoot the fucking driver. Yeah. The vehicle stops. Right. So we set it up. And, and so the, 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 just because Murphy always shows up, they couldn't get their car started. So we're, the, they're watching them try to start their car. They're like push starting it. Oh you know, we, we light up cigars. It's <laughs> so like, fuck it. We'll, we'll smoke some cigars. we wait for them. We're waiting to kill these guys. So we're smoking cigars. And um, they finally get the car started in like 45 minutes. Then they drive to us. We're waiting there. They get to a certain spot. They tell us where they are. And then we pop out. And the driver, I don't think he spoke English, but I'm pretty sure his last words were fuck, 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 fuck. (laughs) Because he puts it in reverse and starts peeling tires. Right. And I'm like, and I can see weapons in the car. And I start going, get out of the car. Get out of the car. And then I start to get concerned for his health because I'm like, Bro, you need to get the fuck out of the and boom, his head explodes. One of the snipers decided to take a shot because of the RPG he saw, and then it just turns into a shit show. So we killed it. five or six of them, and um, and that was it. That for That was you? the last mission for me. That was the last mission. Would, you so,
3: say that's important because that was you were so complacent on that mission. Mis- mission, you yeah. said like, dude, I'm not really taking this serious. Like, no, I, there's no adrenaline. Yeah, so that's quite and that's why I needed to get out of
0: the navy. Right. That and 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 we we lost like the Bin Laden raid was in was in May of 2011, and then in August August 6, 2011, we lost a. Uh, Extortion One Seven was shot right. down. Thirty-one Americans, um, and that's just one of the, and a lot of my good friends on that. It's like, I do want to see my kids get married. I got I got a mouse. Th- so I did that last deployment, and then, uh, and then, I got into the, the oh shit phase of about six months of ter- uh, terminal leave where I need to get a job. What am
2: I going to do? See, that's the, we talked about this in the past. I yes. mean, if you're the guy that killed Osama Bin Laden, they should just hand you a job. You decide what job you want, and whoever's in that seat, they kick out and say, <laughs> "This is I now think Robert O'Neill's job." We should
0: have divvied up the fifty million dollar reward. But
2: uh, no kidding. You know, but it's so just so, some for you, some for the stripper. It's so weird what? to me. I talk uh, to a lot of military guys, and they're like these, uh, you know, the, these heroes, and they do these incredible missions, Then they come back to, you know, uh, the states, and then they're regular guys driving a freaking yep. minivan getting their kids to school trying to figure out how they're yeah, going to no, pay not, their bills not, and, and and that's
0: why I, that's why i started my foundation you're grateful nation right which uh we transition special operators to the private sector because i mean the, the business owners don't realize the caliber of people they're going to get and the, the operators don't realize what they offer like guys would rather go to war than fill out a resume because war makes sense mm-hmm. but when i explained to them you have uh team Teamwork, team building, you you were you a problem solver, stress management, and you're loyal. Yeah. They'll hire you based on that, and so we make this introduction. It's it started off. Your Grateful Nation started off as let's help the vets get jobs. Now it's like, hey, let let's make your company get better. We should do a live
2: podcast for his charity. Absolutely. Oh,
0: totally in. I'm in. Wait, wait, yes. Are you? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll right. bring I'll bring the guys up too. I'll bring a bunch of. I've been we've been we've been actually a shitload of uh, green berets. Right. We've been transitioning. No, We're I'm to, d- I'm dead serious. Hundred percent serious. I'm I'm in.
2: We'll find a venue and we'll do a live yes. podcast. Yes. We'll talk okay. uh, and uh, have yes. a good time. Drink a lot of beers. Yeah, we can do it right here, Jack Dempsey. Exactly. Right yeah. <laughs> I donated
3: a bunch of money to things. The guys don't know their worth. They don't like. Oh, we went to war. They don't know their worth. That they are, they're above everyone else. They know they're their so worth. good. They're what leaders. You like, know what's, what's funny too important. is that they
0: don't realize. It's funny watching the transition. They don't realize what they're worth. Then they get their first paycheck then to talk to him during the first tax season. So mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is my fair share?
2: Yeah. So uh, going back a little bit, so when did you decide, all right, I got to make this public because everyone else kind of knows around me that I'm the guy. I remember doing radio and we all want to know who the fuck was the yeah. actual guy that did this. And then it's weird to me that fast forward a few years, I get to hang out <laughs> yeah, with you a little bit. Out, yeah. It's so strange. <laughs> but what was the moment where you go, you know what? I got to tell my story.
0: 9-11, uh, a memorial. When I, I donated, one of my first jobs was to work uh, at Potomac Partners in Washington, DC, doing a little bit of lobbying type stuff. And I met some uh, members. And um, they got me access to the museum. And we decided it would be kind of cool to donate the shirt that I wore in Bin Laden's bedroom to the memorial. And it was going to be anonymous. I don't want Rob O'Neill. Blah blah blah. It's what like, kind of shirt was it? It's uh, it's. Uh, was it uh, like a
2: Def Leppard shirt? Or? <laughs> I wish it was. How cool would that have been? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs>
0: no. It was a, a desert camouflage shirt. Yeah. Um, I forgot the maker, but it's just it's just a camouflage thing that we wore. And I, I have the American flag on it, so the one that was in there. And so we donated that anonymously. But as typical politicians, they set up something with family members in there so I could speak. And, and it was just, it, it, you know, that's just what they would do. They didn't tell me. But now there's 30 people that lost loved ones in 9-11, the most horrific day. You know, yeah. you don't get over that shit. So they put me on stage. And they're like, well, tell them what happened. And that's the first time in public I'd told the story. And I did, it, it, it's weird, the timing. I did have, I'm good friends with uh, Peter Doocy from Fox News. I did have them bring a camera in because I was saying, look, we should record this, to archive it for history's sake when the shirt gets donated. But now they're filming me talking to these Families, and there were there were tears and heads in their hands. And um, I had a guy, there was a fire chief that was with his grandson whose uh, son died. And he came up to me and said, very emotionally, we actually caught it on tape, where he said, uh, every day my grandson has asked me, why did God do this? And I've been telling him, God didn't do this. The devil did this. And you, sir, killed the devil. Wow. And so we hear this, and just watching the reaction, getting hugs, and I was like, well, if I can help with the healing yeah, with these 30 people, I can help. Right, hundred thousand people. So I'm telling the story. And
2: the military community in general is okay that you came out. Um, uh, not
0: at first because uh, I just I did an unpaid documentary on Fox, and um, you know I, I talk a lot. With, I do what I can with the museum. I work with them quite a bit. We we'll work on exhibits. Not there now. Yeah. Um, but then I was going through that, and uh, I said I've got a story here of a of uh, a guy that couldn't swim that became a seal that ended up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone can do it if you stay positive and work hard. So I, I think you had
2: no. I, I think you had no choice. I don't. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's Osama a, bin
0: lot, Laden. That's a lot to keep yeah. It's Osama bin Laden.
2: I think in the end you had no choice. Uh, cause yeah. at, I mean, the public wanted to know, obviously. Yeah. And then you guys got different rules in the military community. And I think the, uh, yeah. most of them have come around since, no? They, they have. They yeah. have.
0: Well, and because I put the whole story together and I submitted it to the Pentagon, the Department of Defense. And I, and I was like, hey, I, I will write a book out of this. I just need your stamp of approval. And they went through it. And yeah. they gave it back. And the only thing they redicted was the number of the SEAL team that I was on which is pretty easy to figure out <laughs> but they kept everything out like cuz I was at SEAL team 2 I was at SEAL team 4 then at SEAL team blank right yeah um, okay there you yeah. go and uh, they took out they left everything in they were, the Pentagon was so good to me right because it's a, it's a legit story it's going to help with recruiting it's an american story it's historical and that's you know so I got it approved and um, I got that's
2: a, it so where were you on 9/11 I, I realized I was that in I'm
0: Germany in uh, I was at SEAL team 2 and we have a, a unit over there and I was in the op center and I was doing email and we had the news on, you know, a couple TVs. And they went to breaking news with the North Tower been hit by a plane. And I remember they, they were at first speculating, well, there's was, was a small plane or assessment. we're looking at it like, that's a big hole, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a whatever. And then uh, the second plane hits, I was in 9.03. And uh, I remember hearing one of my guys immediately saying, Osama bin Laden, this is Al-Qaeda. We're under attack. And we got to, because so we're, we're forward deployed. We just finished Kosovo. And we're like, okay, now do we go back to Virginia Beach? Do we, do we just rejock here and we'll go wherever you need us?
2: Right. And you're sitting there in Germany and then fast forward, no, no clue you're going to be the guy. That is, that's. We were doing missions in Afghanistan and Iraq where I was a,
0: I was a battlefield interrogator, yeah. which means they actually softened that down to a tactical questioner. But you get the best intel. And Mike, you, you know this shit. When you get into a house or whatever, as soon as you get them, you, got, you, know, you, you can interrogate them now. They don't have their story ready. And uh, I would fuck with these guys like I'm interrogating him and okay where's the imam of the mosque what does he do whatever where's Osama bin Laden and we would both laugh the guy I'm interrogating and me ah no one's (laughs) like no just because I'm bored yeah we both laugh with each other that's a good joke because no one's ever going to find him right and then I would think well you know Delta's going to get him they're going to send the army Um, some marines are going to run into him
2: they thought that he was in all those caves, yeah. right? Yeah. For a while. Someone's
0: going to get him with a, you know, an
2: airstrike. Or... Were you surprised where he actually was yeah. in the well, end? Well, I was. Because we all then. thought uh, us uh, just lame dudes. Civilians. We, yeah, we just assumed that he was deep in a mountain somewhere yeah, yeah, in some yeah. cave I was, system. I
0: was at first, but the more I thought about it, um, the Pakistani intelligence services were hiding him. And they had every – in their in their interest to do it. Yeah. because if they keep Bin Laden safe, then Al-Qaeda doesn't hit them as hard as it can be. I'm not saying the the Pakistani government knew, but the uh, ISI, the Intel, definitely, yeah. I think mean, they hit them. They hit right. them. Uh-huh.
2: We're, we're We're 100% sure. And uh, did your life t- uh, take some hits because of the Osama Bin Laden thing? Because you know, I know you got divorced. Well, that you- had nothing to do with it. Oh, we, it didn't? We were getting divorced anyway. Before you? Yeah, yeah. We were um, before you. Yeah, we, we're we're, we're, <laughs> we're be shocked we right were, now. We were now. I understand why you weren't afraid to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it all makes sense. It <laughs> all came together. Okay, all right. Forty-eight now, minutes. It all makes it sense. It all makes sense <laughs> now. You already knew you were getting a divorce yeah, as you we go going to kill was, Osama bin Laden. We Lade? were
0: separated when I, went, when I went on the mission. No kidding. Yeah, no, we we were doing it amicably. We wanted the kids to be good. Right, them to be okay and realize that it's not their fault. Just shit happens, and it's a tough life. I mean, um, well, truth be told, she's a lesbian. For real, yeah.
2: Yeah, you found we, out ha- we had that conversation before. The before, yeah. Did she give you a little? Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happily
0: married now. Oh, no, I, sure I know you are. My wife will hear this. I know. I know you
2: are. <laughs> I'm very happy for you too, because I, I follow you on Twitter. It's very obvious. you love Twitter me. is you're, funny, you're, but it, you're,
0: they, it, people take Twitter way too seriously. You drop an F bomb. I, I, I got in trouble. I got yelled at by uh, by uh, by some of my employers because they, someone asked me one time. What was the hardest um, hand-to-hand combat you've ever been involved with? And I said, well, that's easy. That's when I had to smack Matt Lauer's hand off Keith Oberman's ass. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't like that shit.
2: And then they, they went nuts. It's
0: like, I'm kidding. That didn't really happen. They called HR.
2: Right. Yeah, there There you go. Bring that all around. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um,
0: I know how to do this, too. <laughs> but you, of
2: course you do. Um, if someone like you gets get shit on Twitter, then there's no hope for any of us. Like, people give you shit they on do. Twitter. They do. That's insane to me. It, yeah. It's, I, what do they go after with you?
0: Well, it's usually something Trump. Uh, it's something political, or um, you know, whatever. And I try to, I just try to be honest with people. I, like I try to, be honest, and then jokes every now and then. But yeah, they'll, they'll hit me on all kinds of nasty yeah. shit. They, um, Has Osama bin Laden's family reached out to you? On Twitter? I got, I got hit up once by Hamza bin Laden, who's the son, and he was saying something about revenge. And I'm like, yeah, your brother Khalid tried that shit too. Oh my out.
2: god, you're crazy! Yeah. You're and they nuts. blocked his account.
0: Fuck him. Well, of course. But, I, but we got other guys too Like there, there are dudes out there Like former Special Forces guys Tim Kennedy Like like UFC fighter Green Beret Bad motherfuckers That have openly said I live here Come get some Do you carry? Do you have a carry yes. permit? Do you carry in New no. York? Well I can't say
1: Okay, well, Really Tim? Well, I'm, I'm of course just... he no, cares. I'll, se- I'll answer
0: the question. Some, him. Of the, course some, he does. some of the security stuff we don't really get into. But of course, Do- he dogs does. and cameras help a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But honestly, like the, the law, law enforcement guys, both local law enforcement and and uh, federal, have been really good to me. Right. And um, like they, they they we put we put a guy in prison that
2: was was going after some of my family members. Yeah. So Did, it sucks, you, but whatever. You think in, in the end, killing Osama bin Laden has a positive effect? Yes. as far as the whole world goes. Just, just
0: because, just because of the, the. You know where I'm going the, with this? Yeah.
2: Because uh, there's a lot of arguments. You know, you go and you kill a lot of terrorists, that's, and then you're making a whole bunch of other terrorists. Their friends that's true. and that's family true. members. That's true. So, that's true.
0: I don't. I don't blame us with the wars. I mean, there's there's stuff that has happened. Our own media spins it into shit that that, that like, um, okay, putting people in the human pyramid is bad. The whole Abu Ghraib thing. But the New York Times blasting it out—that makes terrorists mm-hmm. just because they want to because they hate George Bush. They wouldn't have done that under Obama. Um, but I, I, I blame the madrasas, The madrasas on the Pakistan border. Some of the madrasas in Saudi Arabia that are Hamas. If you if you if people aren't born racist, right? Pe, people aren't born hateful, right? They're taught, right? And a lot of this stupid. And I mean, what's awesome? What's very encouraging for me because I travel a lot. A lot of Muslims are coming around, and they're like, "We're kind of tired of this shit because you're branding." And it's a small percentage of of the Wahhabists, of the true believers that are doing this nonsense.
2: Muslims are getting tired of this shit. In the end,
0: the education is going to win. The bombs and the bullets aren't. The education will win. In the
2: end, it's up to them to to change their culture. I mean, look. We could try all we. Did you see the video
0: of that migrant in France that climbed four stories in ten seconds to save
2: a baby? Yes. See, he's he needs the press, right? That's the guys you want in the country, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, And and then I got to ask—is so you're promoting your book, right? Yes, the operator. It's now out in uh, paperback. Paperback. Yeah, came out. Did you add anything
0: to the book? No, not yet. But we have it out in like seven languages now, too. Wow. We have it in. uh, English, the Queen's English, German, French. Fuck um, the, fuck the we, Queen. We
2: <laughs> Stupid. What, uh, what was she wearing English, during that royal Spanish. wedding? We just got it in check. T- she dressed like a minion. Polish. Like a <laughs> How pissed was she? <laughs> she she's got to lighten up, man. She's know. got to stick you know she's a drink, really you know far she's, up she, her ass. She, she's a drinker. Is she really? I, I don't blame her. Yeah, I love her. You love the Queen? I love the Queen. Why do you love the Queen? Because it's a
0: horrible thing. Like we still have a queen?
2: <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a joke, isn't it? Do you watch uh, the Crown? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm, I'm kind of over that shit. I mean, the Crown I, I, is I, damn good. I was Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, it really is. Okay. okay. No, I'm. Watching, it's fascinating. You because, know what I'm
0: watching and rewatching is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's one of the greatest oh my God, uh, shows ever who, made. Who comes up with shit? It's Charlie. Write all that stuff? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I, some I, of the I, stuff. I, I would assume so. Day man and the night man. Yeah. I mean, God. Uh, yes, you ever Tim. Plan,
1: you ever plan to run for
0: office? Absolutely never. No fucking way. I got to
2: ask you one other question. So, how do you become a Navy Seal, I believe it was over a girl. But yeah, right? I got dumped by Hillary Pizzani in Butte, Montana. Wait, you you you, you give name her last drop. name? <laughs> <laughs> Two
3: shots at Jack
0: Dempsey's and he's dropping government names. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, I've I've said her name before. I actually, what's funny about Have it, you run into her since? Oh yeah. What's funny is, uh, just uh, just what a small world it is. Yeah. I left the Navy and I moved to Dallas and she and I ended up living less than a mile apart in Dallas, Texas. No Butte, kidding. Yeah, we had cocktails one day, it was funny. Just BSing about, it. she's married, you got a kid, right. um, and no, it was fine, I mean, whatever. It's, it, I mean, I even told her, I, she was at a speech I was giving, and um, I basically called her out as, you are the basically the reason Bin Laden's dead. No. So that's not a bad thing. And and yeah, I,
2: but she but, was the reason I left town. yeah. But wait, so she dumps you, and then how do you get into the Navy SEALs? Oh, and actually, how does that well, story I, go? Cause I,
0: I went to join the Marine Corps. Um, <laughs> I went to be a sniper, and as luck would have it, the Marine wasn't there, and the Navy guy was. And the only reason I went to see the Navy guy at his desk was because two of my Marine buddies told me a joke. They said the Marine Corps is actually part of the Department of the Navy. It's just the men's department. So I went in to ask this recruiter, when's he coming back from lunch? And he said, why do you want the Marine? I said, well, I want to be a sniper. And he goes, oh, you're good. We have snipers in the Navy. And he tricked me. He said, you have to become a Navy SEAL first. No big deal.
2: Then we'll send you to sniper (laughs) school. Like, just broad brush stroke the shit on that one, yeah. You you did it all wrong. When someone dumps you, you go and fuck her friends. Yeah. You don't don't join the military. Yeah, but most of her friends were big dudes weird a girl dumps you and then you jump into the well, no, military. no it's
0: weird though it's, a lot of guys are a lot of men and women are in the military because of that exact reason. Yeah. They had a bad relationship and they just fucking, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of town and they and they did and it's um you know it is what it is. Yeah. I mean you, you don't realize at nineteen years old that oh don't worry life is gonna fuck you plenty more than this pal. Right. But um yeah, so that's it and uh did you have any issues after leaving the the Navy SEALs? No. Um uh you know you lose track of some of your friends because they it's uh, it's a freight train going 100 miles an hour, and, and once you jump off, it's gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, I've had friends that were killed. Uh, a, a guy in in Somalia, a guy in in, in Yemen, because you can tell the war's spreading. Got a guy in Iraq, northern Iraq. Friends that went fought ISIS. No shit. Like would tell me about fighting. Like, I'd go to their houses and have beer. I've been out for three, four years, and they're telling me about how they're fighting like armored vehicles that ISIS is driving and suicide bombers and shit. Um, no, but I mean, you know, the the, the moving around, the security thing but i've had a i've had a great uh, a great relationship with fox news I'm yeah. a contributor there um, starting the foundation and when like the the happiest day of my week is when i get a letter saying that you know we wouldn't have gotten this my family wouldn't have the second career be, without your grateful nation guys that you know initially like, time heals mm-hmm. and even guys that were hateful would say well Shit, O'Neill's like the only guy out there doing this right. to get us jobs, yeah, and trying to plant people. So, um, you know, I mean, ups and downs. You're gonna have negativity everywhere, and
2: right. and it just, you know, I, I, it just amazes me. You get any shit. It just amazes me. I'm I'm used to it now. Like the people
0: always say, like on Twitter, don't read the comments. I love the comments because really? hateful people are very creative.
2: Yeah, Twitter has shown us that there's a lot of miserable people in there, this there, world, what it is, and they, a lot of they, mentally ill they, people. They, oh yeah, but, but they're they're the ones who are miserable, yeah, and I'll, no resp- I'll
0: respond to them sometimes. It's fun. And the guys that don't that don't delete the tweet immediately it's like well at least he's got balls.
2: That's their pain. Yeah, I <laughs> know yeah, it is. No, it it's is? their pain and their fear and uh, they can't deal with it so they have to push it out to other people. Exactly it's so obvious. It's like Psych 101, that crap. Indeed. Indeed. Wow, this has been great. Michael, thank you so much, man.
0: Don't thank me, guy. Of course. We need to set up the uh, the live one with your mm. Grateful Nation. I, I,
2: we're, we're, we're doing I'm this. I'm working on that right now uh, as soon as we get done here. Because we were talking about doing something for some kind of charity, yep. and I was talking about military charities, and yeah, I totally. happened to run into you today. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: you have my card and stuff. Yeah. So just email me. I'm going to we'll get on that today as yeah, soon yeah, as I get right. home.
0: If, I mean, I might be typing sideways after yeah. all the whiskey and beer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, but like, next, next week we'll get together, whatever, and meet. Totally. Yes, and I can get the guys up here in no time. Awesome. I'm going to a bunch of the green berets a couple seals and it'll be we'll we'll have have a damn good party at the very least Yeah, get some stories we have guys that are working up here too for like Merrill Lynch and stuff they transition from flying uh, helicopters to doing this stuff it'd be
1: great to do like a thank you party you know kind
0: of deal yeah you know
1: army guys aren't big drinkers but
2: I'll see if I can (laughs) tell (laughs) you they're they're drinkers I I think we we should get them another whiskey this this podcast is going to get really good how are the kids everybody good they are good. They're getting big. They're getting old. You know, uh, one last story, because I, I remember from last year, but I can't remember the exact uh, details of the story. But there was a you you found yourself in a situation with your kids and something about. Uh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, please help me out with yeah,
0: that. Yeah, the one year anniversary of Bin Laden's yes, thing. Yes.
2: And, and I'm still, how do I adjust
0: to this? So it's one year, May 1st, we're at Great Wolf Lodge in Williamsburg, Virginia, getting ready to go. It was an indoor water park. And we have the news on. And my kids know they're not allowed to mention bin laden because it's it's, it's n- not safe for them don't even remember it and so we're watching the news and they said all right viewer email it's the anniversary of bin laden's death so anyone uh who t- whoever t- whomever tells us the best story of where you were when you found out bin laden was dead we will put it on tv and my daughter starts freaking out she goes oh my god dad you've got to email them <laughs> And tell them you were in his bedroom. (laughs) You are not ready yet. You're
1: like, not yet. Is that amazing?
0: (laughs) Winner. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I said, no, we're not doing that. We're going to go swim. And they have a beer down there.
2: How did your kids stay quiet until you were ready to talk? They have
0: a tough time with it. Um, Because now they're, I don't want to get in their ages. But I mean, they're at the age where, holy crap, I could get a reality show type. And it's like, no, just keep your gun on your hip and your dog in front of you. and Right. All these
2: kids—they want YouTube channels. Oh, Dad, yeah. I got—I got an idea for a YouTube channel. Well, I had
0: one of my kids uh, say that they—she had, had a little boy come up to her in school and say, "Yeah, I met the guy that killed Bin Laden, and he's awesome." And she's like, "Just biting her tongue," <laughs> and so they don't—they don't to not say anything.
2: Well, uh, you probably hold back allowance or something. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, I just—I just threaten them with the—they'll uh, hey, come to your
3: house. Yeah. If you don't want them. And Rob, I'll do something cool with yeah. you. My buddy uh, Matt Bradford—he's a Marine yes. down in Kentucky. Yes. Got blown up. IED, lost his legs and his eyes. He still runs marathons, plays Gets baseball. A, no, get, uh, really. we're, we're going to call him a minute. And oh, I, yeah. I just texted him. I know it's funny, but he wrote right back, and he said, hey, show Rob this. He has the
0: message. You can read it, Rob. I'm he sure has the message when he was on the plane. Oh, he, no shit. Yeah, man. Just confirmed. Bin Laden killed by U.S. forces in Pakistan. Yeah, That's he awesome. S- he saved that in his house. I thought you were going to show me a message. You know the famous thing Marines do to each other. No, no, no. Tell him, tell they me. have a thing they write everywhere. You'll Now, if you start looking for it, you'll see it. Okay. It says, Wagner hearts, like loves yeah. Wagner hearts the cock. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a funny story. So, apparently, someone had a buddy named Wagner, and he wrote it about him in a urinal. And it just went viral. Yeah. And I'm yeah. talking Sharpie mark. Like, you go to an airport where Marines have been, it will be in there somewhere. Yeah. Wagner hearts the cock. Wagner hearts the cock. So uh, I went to visit um, a Marine that got blown up, uh, the legs blown off, yeah. Walter Reed. I go, I go down there once in a while just to, just to those guys are amazing. <clears throat> and he's laying in there. His wife is with him. His legs are, and he's still he- heavily meditated, medicated because it happened like a week ago. And there's a Marine Corps flag hanging there, and all of his buddies signed it. And one guy signed... Wagner Harts the cock. (laughs) So (laughs) I I asked him, I said, Marines are awesome. So I said, hey, uh, you know, Corporal, is is your buddy Wagner? Is that who that is? And he he goes, no, no. That's just kind of how it worked out. And he goes, yeah, it's kind of weird. General Mattis was in here last week visiting me, and he said, what's up with Wagner Harts the cock? And he goes, well, sir, as Marines, we write that... um, in all the heads that we use, all the, all the bathrooms. And Mattis goes, I've never seen it in a head that I visit. And he goes, yes, yeah, sir, that's, I don't think you and I use the same
2: shitter. <laughs> that's a good place to stop <laughs> yeah, right there. Right. Robert O'Neill, a pleasure. Thanks yeah, for doing thanks, the man. podcast. I that really was appreciate awesome. it. And I, awesome. I like that you didn't forget about me, brother. Oh, well, yeah, Thank you. You, make, you come back, and we're going to do that yeah, benefit yeah, for yeah, definitely, real. Definitely, definitely. Because yeah. we were literally this weekend, uh, Memorial Day weekend, we were talking about uh, the military and this and that, and trying to figure out something we could do. And now this, it, it fell into our laps. No, we're not, well, and, That's what, so 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 so
1: it. And here's one of the other things too: is that you know Opie's podcast is heard around the world. Yeah. And one of the reasons is because of military people. And so I was, I was going to tell you that's perfect. shot out to all the people that serving you know the military right now this is their form of entertainment or downloading well, good, and good so, I hope so yeah you know, we really appreciate well they're the yeah. ones out
0: there doing the hardware too like I said I was just it a platform because of uh Right place, right time, but there are men and women out there right now, and I hope I hope they enjoy this too. And I know there's Marines out there laughing about that because they know that Wagner should. Uh, I know that. <laughs> this was this was a great podcast. I want to thank
2: Michael who set this whole thing up. We're at Dempsey's. Uh, where where is this joint? Thirty third Street between
3: Sixth f- West Thirty third Street between Fifth and Sixth Avenue. Right. This is where you do your podcast New
2: York. You have no fucking idea what that means. It's, <laughs> <right>?
3: <laughs> it's around the corner from the Empire State Building. There you so go. That's Empire State Building. Come to Dempsey's and drink beer and, and,
2: and push your podcast real fast, Michael.
3: Uh, it's just the Mike Saffle podcast. Uh, I just different celebrities, athletes and authors and we just hang what out. I mean just you get
2: better celebrities than me. I have been doing oh, and this gotta, forever. Oh, I got I got a plug too if you want some yes, comedy, please. you got
0: to hit Macuya on Twitter. M C H O O Y A H. That's mine. Yeah. And uh, if you want to see a former Navy SEAL getting a lot of trouble from his players, just dropping F bombs and Wait,
3: Obe, you should end
0: with how his tweet
3: just went viral two no, days no, ago. The reason
0: we, well, the reason I came up with McCoy too is because there were six Navy SEALs right? and we decided we can fuck with each other. We can tweet at each other. No one knows us. Whatever. And then my name leaked is Killing Bin Laden because so, McCoy is the Irish hoo Yeah. And I'm, I wake up one day to 15,000 followers like, oh, something oh, big. Oh, boy. Yes,
2: eh, oh, no. I'm going to hear about this. Yeah, like, Tell
3: them what just happened. So you're on Fox News and you're like, hey, America doesn't want to <laughs> talk <laughs> impeachment. We want to talk about being like together. Working together, yeah. And some guy's like, so, bro, where were you? And he goes, hey, babe, where were you during yeah. the Obama administration? And what, what I,
0: I, re- I retweeted him. I said, I was in Bin Laden's bedroom. Where were you, bro? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> End
2: of Twitter war. <laughs> you know, that you bring up a good point. I mean, we didn't talk politics this, this time, but we certainly can next time. Yeah, we can. But I want to, one thing, what is is gonna what is it going to take to get the two sides together? Um, it is unbelievable how re- separated we yeah, are. They're
0: separated, but I think the problem is the negativity is the loudest on both ends because I travel around the country all the time speaking and I talk to America, to thousands of people a week personally and people are just tired of it. They're yeah. tired of the far right, they're tired of the far left. Just let's, come on. Let's
2: uh, Jobs I hate both sides equally
0: Yeah I, As and do I, I, I
2: you, you do Oh
0: yeah I love America I love the country
2: Right I think but the answer is You gotta uh, Both sides gotta listen to each other yes. And we uh, We stopped doing that uh, I mean way before us I mean yeah. th- This has been going on For oh, yeah, yeah. 30, 40 years at this well, point Well there's
0: ridiculous arguments Out, out there too Like the, the Okay so a guy wants to be a girl I don't give a fuck Right Gay marriage Great Right Gay dudes are fucking awesome Right Um. What? I said right to that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying right Right, but I mean, but, no, but it's like on the media. The I wasn't
2: f- listening. I just said right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but the transgender in the military, it was something I was going to ask you about. Yeah. You're you're all right with that? Because I was um, talking to. I, I, I can't. I that's can't. a t-
0: that's a tough one because I don't I don't know the motive. If people are doing it just for the military to pay for it, I think that's wrong. But my friend Kristen Beck, uh, from Navy Seal, twenty years, one of the kick-ass warriors I've ever seen, decides he's now a she. Right, and he fought for twenty years. She should be she. I'm fine with
2: that no I, I was talking to someone I can't I can't really mention but they were talking about this uh very issue and they're like the the problem is you you sign up to you know fight and serve and then if you want the operation you're taking yourself out so yeah, basically. For, for over a year maybe okay. two years and our and our government is paying for that
0: yeah see that's I have an issue with that okay that part of yeah. it yeah I, but, I mean I think there's a, there's a transgender uh, uh, pilot now too I don't know which, but I don't understand that. I mean, I've never been transgender. I don't know what right. it's like. That's got
2: to be a struggle. So. Uh, you know where I'm at with that? Huh. I mean, I, no hate, but I'm still trying to understand it. Yeah, I'm trying to process it. Okay, okay. thank but you. I don't, I don't, and, get, yeah. and I think it's okay to say that. Because well, even if you say that, people want to attack they, you. They I'm you like, whoa, yo, chill out, I man. Don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get it, but I, I don't want to hate on it. No. I, but I'm, I need a little more time to kind of no. you know, yeah. di- uh, yeah, process and digest the whole thing.
0: So we finished on transgender.
2: That took it. That took an interesting. Oh no, it's the politics. So, um, I'm sure even in your family, with the Facebook and everything else, like families are being broken apart because of their political ideology. Mm It's unbel- well, it's easy to type something when no, no one's debating you and type the most vicious
0: shit and it doesn't seem... It's like you need to get a lot of emotion out of the argument to try to be realistic with it, right. I think.
2: <clears throat> but I was leading towards, so what is it going to take? Just to get us all on the same page to at least try to figure some of this stuff Hopefully out. Hopefully not another attack. No kidding. Because remember how everyone got along for... Yeah, how did. long was it? A couple uh, months? Not Yeah, it wasn't... You know, 9-11, a lot of people got along. The
0: week after the Bin Laden raid, everyone was getting along. Yep. I, you know, uh, Obama was awesome. Like... So I think go. it's going to
2: take aliens. Aliens, yeah. Aliens. Oh, they're here. They're here. They're here. Oh, they're, you believe in that? Yeah. Really? Did you see
0: the aircraft carrier getting stocked? They just released the documents. The uh, aircraft carrier getting stocked on exercise by a hypersonic uh, thing, and uh, they launched jets after it, and it, they saw it. They confirmed that The guys are out now, and they just made it declassified. Not making big news, but
2: yeah, of course. Come there's here. plenty of uh, pilots well, that I've have been, seen I've, stuff. I've
0: been convinced that there's been aliens and alien technology here ever since Velcro. Don't we invented that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I can end on Velcro. I can end on Velcro. Uh, Robert O'Neill, what a pleasure. Thank you so much, Thanks, brother. And I bow to you and I bow to all the military guys. And we're going to do that benefit really, really soon. I'm
0: going to definitely get in touch with you.
2: All right. Don't babble in the background. This is the OP Radio podcast. Thank you so much. Go buy a T-shirt. This is free. So the least you can do is get a T-shirt. OPRadio.com. Thanks for listening. So there goes an American hero, a man's man, being interviewed by a fruity cocktail drinking radio host. And like Opie said, don't forget to subscribe and review us at Apple Podcasts. Don't be an asshole. And check out opiradio.com to get merch like Opie Radio hats, Carl's Creepy Cabin, and Beyond Reproach t-shirts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Opie Radio. You have the creation of toxic culture. The history of rock and roll is littered with suspicious deaths and the unexplainable.
0: The Beatles were supposed to push drugs to decent American kids.
2: Lennon, Hendrix, Presley, Jim Morrisons the truth told by the experts and the people there. Revelations that will blow yeah, your no mind. Money. The Rock and Roll Twilight Zone with Richard Serrett. Listen and subscribe at Apple Podcasts and Google Play. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.